The Storm Chasers have been hovering around 500 this week, entering Sunday at 23 and 23 on the season after winning just two of the five games they've played against the Louisville Bats at Louisville Slugger Field. Despite that, Omaha's outscored Louisville this week 25 to 11, thanks in large part to a 19 nothing win on Wednesday. That day, Omaha put up 19 runs on 25 hits, including 11 extra base hits, six doubles and five homers, in one of the best single-game offensive outputs in modern franchise history. That offensive onslaught included a career day from Vinny Pasquintino, who went five for seven with two doubles, two home runs, including a grand slam, five RBIs, and four runs scored. It was the 21st five plus hit game in modern franchise history, the third game with at least four extra base hits, the third with at least 13 total bases, and the 25th with at least four runs scored. Needless to say, Vinny Pasquantino etched his name into some of the modern franchise history record books on Wednesday. This week, he's shown no mercy. Through the first five games of this series, Vinny Pasquantino is batting 474. He's 9 for 19 with two doubles, three homers, seven RBIs, and five runs scored. Now batting 298 with a 391 on base percentage and a 641 slugging percentage on the season, Pasquantino leads the International League with 28 extra base hits. He ranks second in the league with 47 RBIs, and he's third in the circuit with 13 home runs, 14 doubles, and a mind-boggling OPS of 1,031. The Storm Chasers go for a series split against the Bats on Sunday at 5.05 behind right-hander Carlos Hernandez before returning to Warner Park for a two-week homestand beginning on Tuesday, May 31st. With the Omaha Storm Chasers, I'm Jake Eisenberg. The Northwest Arkansas Naturals have taken the momentum from winning the final two games last week in North Little Rock and stormed into West Texas, taking four of their first five from the Midland Rockhounds at Momentum Bank Ballpark. And it's thanks in large part to the offensive efforts of Michael Massey. The natural second baseman has recorded at least two hits in every game this week, batting an astonishing 542 He's 13 for 24 at the plate with nine runs batted in. He led the charge from the very first game on Tuesday afternoon as he capped a five-run seventh inning with a go-ahead grand slam. Pimentel, the one-two pitch. Driven high in the air and deep out to right center field. Schumann back. He looks up. That ball is gone. It's a grand slam for Michael Massey. And he breaks the tie in the seventh with his eighth home run of the year and the Naturals' fourth Grand Slam. Rave, Garcia, and Lofton all score. It's now seven to three in the seventh, a five-run frame for the Naturals. As a club, the Naturals are batting 325 this week. Suli Matias has connected for two home runs and on Saturday came up a single shy of the cycle in a 9-7 win in 10 innings, the Naturals' first extra inning victory this year. And while the individual contributions have been important as a team, the Naturals have excelled this week hitting with two outs, batting 367 with 10 extra base hits. When there are two outs in the inning, 20 of the team's 43 runs have been scored this week with two outs as well. Now winners of 6 of 11 games on this two-week road trip, the Naturals will try and finish this stretch with a winning record as Angel Serpa heads to the mound Sunday afternoon at 2 p.m. in Midland for the series finale with the Rockhounds. For the Northwest Arkansas Naturals, I'm Nicholas Batters. Quad City's rain-soaked road trip took the Bandits to Fort Wayne this week, where the Royals High A affiliate claimed its third series win of the season after sweeping the tin caps in Saturday's doubleheader. Although the Bats brought the thunder yesterday, it was pitching that led the way for the Bandits earlier this week. 
Among the starters, left-hander Ryland Kaufman set new career highs in just his second high-A start on Tuesday, striking out eight in six innings of one-run ball, while the QC bullpen owns 40 strikeouts in 38 innings this week, pitching to a 2.13 ERA and a 2.10 opponent batting average. Saturday was for the bats, though, as Tyler Gentry, Dylan Shrum, and Gerard Gonzalez all left the yard yesterday along with the Cuban-born outfielder, who did so twice as part of his second career 7-RBI performance. 2-0. Hammer, deep left field, a towering shot. Rozier against the wall, looks up, and it is out of here! Second home run of the game for Juan Carlos Negret, his third hit of the contest, and the Bandits are now in double digits as they are routing the tin caps here at Parkview Field. After today's finale in the Hoosier State, Quad Cities returns to Davenport next week to host the Beloit Skycarp on Tuesday for the first of six at Modern Woodman Park. With the Quad Cities River Bandits, I'm Kyle Kerchival. Today, the Fireflies aim for a series split against the Lynchburg Hillcats to start off their 12-game road trip in Virginia. This series against the first-place Northern Division team in the Carolina League has proved that the Fireflies have the firepower to hang with some of the top teams in the league. Two of the first five games have gone extra innings, and three have been decided by two runs or less. It helps that Columbia has seen a power surge at the plate. The outfield has brought the boomstick to Virginia as Eric Pena has roped a pair of homers and Gary Camarillo launched his second homer of the series Friday night. On top of that, the young pitching group first-rounder Frank Mazzucato second-rounder Ben Caderna, and fourth-rounder Shane Panzini have been incredible through the first pair of times across the rotation. If you exclude Mazzucato's tough start Tuesday, the trio has allowed only a single run in 11 and a third innings. In those 11 and a third innings, the high school draftees have punched out 17 hitters. The Southpaw has a chance at redemption as he gets the nod to close out the series versus Lynchburg today. From Columbia, I'm John Kosas.